0: Funding for Sundays on the East End comes from Duncan Darrow of Sag Harbor, who is the founder of Fighting Chance, a free cancer counseling center for the East End for 18 years. Learn more online at fightingchance.org. So welcome to Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy. And Alex Sokolow. We're here on 88.3 WPTV, Peconic Public Broadcasting. Long Island's only NPR station. And Sok, it's been like a few weeks... Thanks too long, Bridget. Too long. I missed you so much.
1: I missed you, too. I, I missed
0: your musk. Yeah,
1: so, hey, <laughs> you know what? I haven't showered in the first three weeks, though, so just so you would enjoy, enjoy it Enjoy it from
0: across the room <laughs> yeah. as we are. Uh, and today we have fascinating guests and East End legends, Amy Zerner and Monty Farber, who are multitasking, talented artists in the world of astrology and psychic truths and authors and... and Art. Um, Amy is an incredible tapestry artist, and and uh, does the haute couture jackets and dresses and caftans that are sold at, at Bergdorf Goodman. I mean, really top quality, amazing one of a kind um, pieces. So it's really exciting to have them here. Absolutely. So
1: th- let's sorry. So but let's dive yeah. let's dive right in. Okay. And start talking about something. You know, the the winter solstice was yesterday. Um, you know, it's it's the beginning of a new cycle. I always loved the winter solstice more than the summer solstice because I love the idea of the rebirth and of um, the days starting to get incrementally longer and the idea that, you know, all those trees that look dead are just sleeping and that they're going to start to wake up. And so I I was always excited about that, even when I was forced. well, my folks sent me to that gulag of an Episcopal school that yeah, we both we love, both, Trinity, we both went to, uh, Trinity. To, to do the 12 days of Christmas and all that nonsense. Um, I, I just saw it as, well, it's really this kind of pagan thing that is just continuing, continuing. So, Absolutely. So um, start there, you know, start about uh, the well, bigger, our place in the bigger universe and and how uh, there are things that we can either choose to see or not see.
0: Well, I, you know, it's funny because Amy and Monty, of course, they—they. They, I've known Amy and Monty, but I've known Amy since I was six years old. I mean, because I, she was my babysitter. And you were <laughs> the cutest then, and you're <laughs> the cutest now. Okay, okay, thanks. <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough of that. But the the truth is, I mean, they brought a, an astrolo- a astrological chart in my astrological chart, and... Um, I was, I've always been a seeker, and that's one of the things that it says. So even when I was really, really, really young, Emma and I growing up, we believed in fairies, and we'd leave little, like, fairy things. I think kids. I don't know about you, but there's something magical about being a kid. I mean, when you were way, way back, did you believe, I'm not talking about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, but, like, that there was some kind of magic in the universe, or some power, some pervading no, I, I, force. I do think
1: that's true. And, and um, I mean, again, I'll talk about in, in a little bit, Long Island and the East End, and what's so spiritual about this part of the world. And I, I say that as preface to when I was living in Los Angeles and I was in, in a darker chapter of my life, um, I went to a hypnotherapist. And the hypnotherapist did many things that kind of opened me up uh, spiritually and, and in my consciousness. But, but one of them was, was just simple like wisdom that, that until like the age of 10. Uh, your mind's very open and from 10 to about 16 or 17 you start building doors in your mind and yep. then from 16 or 17 on you're a lawyer to keep you away from those doors and that the real journey as an adult is to get back open those doors bang, yeah. bang those doors down Absolutely. and, and see the world with, with the, the mystery child. exactly yeah. which to me is one of the things that brought me out here uh, is realizing that this is this is where my inner child lives so, so
0: you ha- happy place Part very of happy partially. place.
1: If I didn't have a mortgage, yeah, I'd be really happy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, buddy.
0: But yeah, so I mean, there there are these forces. And it's funny, because the, you, you're right. I mean, as a child, I'm so happy you mentioned those doors, because as a child, I really did believe I believed in magic. I believed in fairies. I believed in, you know, any, everything that a child believes in. And then I went through a really rebellious stage where I believed in absolutely nothing. But again, th-
1: think about it. And I don't know exactly when this is in your life. But but in, and and you know, I, I have mostly good memories of Trinity, so I'm not gonna like dog the school. I know it's the top school and all this nonsense, but what happens in this when, you, when you're when you sent to school is uh, you're really told to stop imagining. You're, you're told to think a certain way, be a certain way, follow certain norms, you get rewarded for those things, and over a period of time, uh, I think that we all self-regulate. And so then all of a sudden, we're no longer Uh, free.
0: Well I also was brought up in a non-religious household but but I think I mean I think the fact that we're gonna have uh, Monty Farber and Amy on as our guests because it's about reawakening that that enchanted world that lives inside of all of us and um, and it's such a wonderful um, it's such a wonderful gift to be able as I age to accept more and more I went on a women's retreat and the woman who was running it was a LCSW but she was also Catholic and all these other things and she said you know what I believe everything. She's like, I've gone to the point now where I just believe everything. I believe the two hundred and twenty million Hindu gods. I believe in Buddha. I believe. Everything. She's like, I believe all of it. Yeah. And and it, you know, so where we I guess what we're kind of leading toward is like magical belief systems. But see, I but I universe, I would I would what?
1: I would take issue with the word magical okay. because because what you're you're what you're reaffirming I think subtly is that it's different. It's other. And I would go more to that the things that are unexplainable, our brains are these huge com- supercomputers of explaining things. Are, why not accept unexplainable things? Why okay. not accept, just accept you know, so it's it's the belief is really almost saying I'm talking myself into that this could be true as opposed to just the acceptance of it.
0: Well I think that that's probably having to do with our different astrological signs as you being a realist and me being someone who lives in a world of fantasy. I just like the word magic. Okay. It doesn't mean like like flash paper to me. It means yeah, but it go, means but, those unexplained but twinkling moments in our lives. Right, but Bridge, you know? go
1: back go back to the Zoastrians, right? Go back go back in the way do back. Do I have to do that right now? Well, no, just in the way back, way okay. back, right? Like the real threat between priests and and, and magicians, you know, is that priests are, are somehow trying to either, you know, channel God, maybe if you're a prophet, God talks through you, or or touch God in some way, and magicians were thought to be God, you mm-hmm. know, that they were actually inventing uh, uh, physics that didn't exist otherwise, right? Making right? eclipses happen and whatnot. Right, and and so, to me, this is all a bigger conversation about perception.
0: Well, that's going to, A really good place for us to jump off probably with uh, Amy and Monty when we come back. You're listening to Bridget Leroy.
2: And Alex Sokolow.
0: Here on Sundays on the East End on WPPB. We'll be right back.
2: 365 days a year, WPPB is working for you on the air and on our website. WPPB has a helpful community calendar on our site. Just go to 883wppb.org to the community calendar tab and tell us about your activity or event. It's free, easy, and fast. WPPB is the voice of the community, 365 days a year, seven days a week, on the air and online. Spread the word about your community events. Go to 883wppb.org.
3: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other
0: words, hold my hand. In other words,
4: baby, kiss me.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Sundays on the East End. This is Alex Sokolow. With Bridget Leroy. And we're at 88.3 WPPB, Baconic Public Broadcasting, uh, Long Island's only NPR station. You can hear us. Uh, on the radio, <laughs> or online at uh, 883wppb.org. Oh,
0: you did that so well. I'm so,
1: like, I've been practicing. Pat I've been practicing. on the head for you,
0: Sock. Anyway, we're here with our amazing guests in the studio, Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. They're local and national and international legends. I found your books, all in like, every Barnes & Noble around the world, just about. So tell us a little bit about your, your journey from, I mean, how did you... How did they're, they're pointing at each other? You right. go. No, you go. No, you go. What was the cute uh, meet? What was the cute meet?
4: <laughs> we met at the filming of a porno movie. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, did you,
0: you really? What was it called? Uh, Can you up, say the, on the air?
4: up the Girls.
0: Up the Girls. It was
4: supposedly the first feminist porno movie. And Amy uh, at the time was studying astrology and I was studying Amy. So I
1: learned astrology. <laughs> 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 That's great. Well, you know, they say that there are uh, no small parts, just little pricks. <laughs> um and <Welcome laughs> to was a clean scene We
0: don't keep it clean here. No, but it was a clean ourselves. it was
4: a clean scene in the movie. It was a rooftop party scene. I used to play the back when porn had like it's plot, plot lines, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it was no. like, yeah, before well, Pornhub. Yeah. I, no, and I don't even know what Pornhub is. Is it like oh, farmersonly.com? No.
1: On <laughs> <dot> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but so so you got interested in astrology because
3: Amy Because of Amy. I got into astrology because one of my art professors at Pratt Institute taught astrology and did my chart and I was a skeptic. I thought it's just what you read in the paper. And when he did my whole chart, which is really a, a personality portrait of a person, it turned me on to it. I started studying with his wife who taught it. And um,
1: All right, it's, so it's uh, been a life journey. If I can interject, as for the uninitiated, maybe give a, a, a brief description of what a chart actually is sure uh, an astrology chart is like a
4: hologram it's it's a graphic representation of the hologram that you are you, uh, the first breath that you take as a baby when you come out of your mother's womb that they do a chart of how the planets are lined up around you and the planets exist in the zodiac which is a narrow band of space around the earth and so it looks like a pizza with 12 slices and the planets are the toppings, and the signs are the
1: cheeses. No, I'm All really right, but, hungry about Pluto, on Pluto one of the toppings, or is Pluto? Pluto's
4: is definitely one of the toppings. Okay. It's one of the most powerful things in a chart. And, and it is a planet. And it is a planet, and, uh, okay. and if you don't say it's a planet, it'll come get you. Every, like, 57
0: years, right? Uh, <laughs> it's like
4: 240 okay, years okay. to go around the solar
0: system. <laughs> well, I want to ask you guys a question, because actually, like, in, in India, for example, I mean, astrology is, is really so, accepted as a science. It, it, it yeah. guides marriages. Why is it? Why is it not like that here? Why is this people think it's so woo woo? Well, here? it sort of does. It's big it's in Washington D.C., but exactly. it's kind of secret.
4: Yes. Remember, w- my first book, uh, Karma Cards, came out when it was discovered that that uh, Nancy Reagan used an astrologer.
1: Yeah, that was considered. I remember that, and that was considered so like woo. Yeah. Yeah. But he survived <laughs> you know?
4: the 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 what is it? The ten-year curse or whatever, where the presidents
1: were getting a. Assa- I mean, he got shot, but. Well, um,
0: then he didn't survive the curse. <laughs> no, but he, did. He, did. no but he did. He did. He, he st- continued like, to, continue continue to breathe. Continue yeah, he continued
1: to breathe. That's true. I don't know yeah. if that, I don't know if there was cause and effect there, but. <laughs>
4: well, they brought out the chain. To, you
1: know, they, okay. they, they did a ruling. Yes, he survived.
0: But anyway, so that's when the karma cards came out.
4: Yeah, and the printing, it was for Penguin books. And it went from 15,000 to 50,000. Just that's because amazing. of that. Just because of that. Right,
1: and so this is actually a theory that I've had for a long time, which is that everybody wants to believe. Sure. But we're all skeptics. And that's yes. even what you kind of were good to saying. be skeptical. Well,
3: until you know, until you do your own research, I mean, we, we've done thousands of astrology charts over the years. I mean, we've been together 44 years, so this is really a language of love for us, and we love to, it's a lifelong study, for real. But unless you have done that, why would you believe it? Well, unless you've had your chart done by a good astrologer. Yeah, I'm right. sorry
4: we didn't bring yours if I hadn't known, but... It, 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 any astrologer in the world would look at Bridget's chart and see Mars exactly conjunct Neptune and say she's driven to be spiritual, driven to be um, inspirational, she's always inspired. because yeah. you know, Mars cool. is your drive. It's the yeah. drive. Astrology is really a psychological language when you when you really read it. And so Mars is the energy available to the ego to get what it what, what it wants. The sun is the ego and Neptune is the other world. Neptune is like the Christ consciousness, inspiration, But it, and, and everything has a positive and a negative. Just like Mars, you can be too aggressive. Neptune, you can be too much into the other world, so you start escaping into drugs and drinking and and, all, and, right. and even religion.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And then
3: there's cycles that we all go through and it kind of describes that and to understand what your strengths and weaknesses are.
1: And, and just going back, so you have this professor at Pratt. Um, and Rupert Smith too, Amy. And, and all of a sudden you have a couple of aha moments. And this yeah. is at a point, and this is another area that I'm always interested in. That, when, when I was in my early 20s, I had so much anxiety about where I was headed and what, what life was supposed to hold for me. And it, and I wasn't spiritual then, um, but I got great advice from people about how you just take little steps. And you know, my mom actually said, just imagine that you're on a freshly, uh, you know, snowfall field, and you get to make all the little steps. And so, just so, what was that like for you? Like, w- w- when you get this chart reading, and you're like, aha how did you then go from there to the next place so to the next yeah, place? So
3: then I was drawn to really study it and immerse myself in it. And being an artist, um, I love the the archetypes that astrology describes. So I started doing artworks based on
0: it well, Amy's tarot deck is just one of the most beautiful. Yeah. Still, and like, like uh,
3: you, Bridget, I I believe in magic.
0: <laughs> and and I had your your posters of of Bridget and some of the other uh-huh. goddesses, and I put yes. them in my chicken coop. Remember, my yes. <laughs> chicken coop was the most beautiful chicken coop you've ever seen because it was adorned with the art of Amy Zerner, Aww. those big some posters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Must it have was, been some good. Can eggs. we talk about yeah, tarot,
1: tarot cards though? Also, because that's uh, I that's another thing that almost becomes a punchline. Yeah. But uh, have also offered. A lot of uh, insight.
3: Well, we designed our own deck. And we've yeah. written a lot of books about the tarot, and uh, it's it's wonderful. I mean, it's also a way to to strengthen your intuition, to build that like a muscle. Because I always think it's like a you know building any muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets and uh, it's all my artwork and Monty's words. All of our books are like a collaboration of my art and that's Monty's so cool. words. So that's really our journey so, uh, together. But and and what, how many, how many, many cards
1: are in a tarot deck? 78. 78, 78 and um, are there metaphorical cards? Or are they, sure. they yes. real? they yeah. all are, yeah. They all mean, are, right? It's a
3: life a journey. Arcada. It goes right. from joy to frustration. Um, well, one of the
4: things we do is we've tried to popularize things. Like Karma Cards is my effort to make anyone with a mild interest in astrology you can learn astrology. The Enchanted Tarot, which came out two years later.
0: And, and it is, just and had its 25 and, uh, Yeah, 25 everything years. we do
4: is still in print almost. And, and that was our journey to try and take the scary spookiness out of the tarot decks. Because there is a kind of person that you'll meet, just like there are people who are into natu- uh, natural food that you do not want to eat next to. <laughs> there are people who are into tarot and astrology you do not want to sit next to at right. a party because they're going to tell you everything as opposed to, it's the spice of life, and they forget that right. you can't
1: live on spices. And so, uh, and, and so where do you come down uh, on, like, fate and destiny? Hmm.
3: Good question.
1: I'm too busy living to really think about
4: that it. Good answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, actually, this ancient Sumerians had a distinction between a fate and a destiny. I swear to God. Okay. And, and the, where are they now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go ask an ancient <laughs> They'd they be huh? dead, <laughs> or as Richard Pryor would say, they'd be dead
4: as a you know. You know. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, anyway,
0: but what was there a difference between fate and destiny? Um,
4: well, uh, a, de- a destiny is is harder. T- fate is is easier to change. A destiny is like the planets. They call the planetary orbits destinies. They're more
3: set in stone. They
4: could be affected, and and according to them another planet had come through the solar system, and that's why Uranus inclines its axis at the sun. And, you know, and, and some, one of the moons spins backwards. You know, they said that that is really hard to change, but your fate, you can change. Well, that's, also, that's, that
1: was their version. That's, that's interesting. In that's astrology, really cool. we
3: talk a lot about your free will because you, know, you see your tendencies and your strengths and your weaknesses, like I said, but you, know, you can enhance
0: that or take advantage of cycles. So your free will is more important. It's not like... yeah. Um, And I also want to ask because, I mean, you've written all of these books. How many books do you have out now?
4: Over 50. But but if you look at an astrology chart about, like, me and Amy... We shouldn't be married to anyone, let alone <laughs> to each other. So I'm you're like, skeptical. We've overcome about it. that. Yeah. Well, I think you got to look at it and say, "This is what I'm given. What am I going to do with but it?" And this is what I'm getting. It's going to roll over me like an army tank.
0: But what's amazing is in this world where literally you can see all these neon signs with a little palmist and uh, it's open. I mean, up and down the highways and yeah. stuff. You guys have like actually made a living. Yeah. At what you do because you're good at what you do, and and yeah. Monty, you what so what what TV channel are you on where you do the stock market stuff or what was that? Um, that was um, that was a while ago. CNN. Oh MSNBC. no, that was uh, Jim
4: Cramer. You
0: on Jim Cramer, uh, right, yeah, right? Right. right.
4: Was, Until he found out he had an astrologer on. <laughs> 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 like,
0: get him out. As opposed
4: to all the other theories that he
1: was espousing.
4: <laughs> well, you know what? Exactly, exactly with the stock market. No, but he uh, what happens is they came to interview me and Amy because you know we have our own shelf at Barnes and Noble. Amy's in Bergdorf Goodman for 20 years. They're, they came to interview us as business people and then they asked us 11 questions and we were se- I was seven out of 11 and t- like price of gold price of oil you know this kind of stuff th- who was going to win the election all that kind of stuff and then they came back to interview me again and again and again that's cool and then, yeah and so then you he-
0: good odds <laughs> yeah, well,
4: yeah. No one's right one hundred percent, but I'm right. I'm like in the eighties.
3: That's pretty good. Yeah. And also, our books teach people to do it themselves. Well, do that's it yeah. you yeah, You don't need a reader. Right.
1: Yeah. W- w- although it's always fun. It's the American way. <laughs> do it no, yourself. No, no. But let's. I. You know. I want to go back to this thing about fate and destiny, though, because again, you know, in our school, in our childhood. We were we we're forced to read Thomas Hardy, mm-hmm. or t- you know, and we and we we're forced to read Horatio Alger. Wow. And to me, there were two very different versions of of fate and destiny. Absolutely. You know, and
0: just in case people don't have the background, Alec and I went to school together. And, I mean, we were prom really? dates. Yeah, we were yeah, high. We school. we were prom dates. We were, oh, he, he was my high true. school prom date. Yeah, yeah, but we've known each other since 1977. No, we say 77, seven, but we've known each other because our, pa- our parents were friends. Oh, so we were yeah. we were having b- dinner with Peter and Mary Stone probably when we were like. Babies, so embryonic. Yeah, that's yeah. It's going further and further back. It's another yeah. life. We were ancient scenarios well, together. Yeah. <laughs> about pain no, and but, but
1: but again, anyway. so you know, Tom Hardy was like everything is is predestined, and and that you're you're kind of like the way that he constructed his storytelling is that everybody was on a path that you didn't know was already predestined, and Horatio right. Alger was kind of putting forth, even though he had a whole. Christian side to it, but he was putting forth this idea that through pluck and luck and a um, a benefactor you can change your 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 fates. Well,
4: according to quantum physics, there are probable futures implied in this very moment, and they spin out like uh, the grooves of a record. For you people, vinyl records have a groove in them. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening in the future. If you're listening (laughs) in the future. so uh, The the trick is, how do you get to the probable future that you want to get to, and that's where free will comes in, and and that's why I, I have this concept called quantum affirmation. Wasn't that your latest book? Is quantum it's one of them, Yeah, quantum yeah. affirmations. Quantum <laughs> affirmation. Yeah. So what
0: do we what do we do about it? I mean, how do we?
4: You do these visualizations. Uh, it's a five-fold process. Which we
0: call quantum uh, contemplation.
3: Contemplation.
4: Yeah. I love that. Yes, and the word, word to fly quantum airlines. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not a bad idea. <laughs> the we'll,
4: we'll get you there in the f- in one of our probable <laughs> futures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now we're getting into like but our bags <laughs> don't get there right <laughs> that's
4: in a different your, f- your bags are in a different future I'm sorry <laughs> it's
0: sliding doors oh okay anyway so well as I think I was destined to meet
3: Monty oh. I mean I think I could have walked out the door you know whenever or wherever we were meant to to yeah. live together and be together so that's karma right that's yeah. Karma combined with destiny. Well, Bridget, we've talked about karma. Well, I mean,
0: my, my as a practicing Nichiren Buddhist, as you know, for me, karma is kind of like patterns of behavior that may co- be from another life, that, but you have a chance to change them yes. now. Yeah. So I don't think of it as much as being fate as being... Character defects, uh, if if that makes sense. That karma. I mean, it could be like if you come from a violent we have childhood. Have karma too. Yeah, but if you come from a childhood where you were beaten, if you don't beat your kids, you've broken the cycle of yes. karma. Yes. You know, it yes. hopefully that will continue on if, if for generation after generation. So to me, that's what karma is. It's not like karma is a bitch. That that's something different. That's but not. Yeah, what yeah, you I know, have karmic relationships, sticker. like yes. you guys, yeah. obviously. Obviously. And, and, and oh, lifetime after lifetime, me and this guy, me yeah. yeah. and this guy. <laughs> Yeah, should. no. Lifetime after lifetime. It,
1: nobody uh, expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I think about that all the time. <laughs> well, S-
4: Sun Tzu did say, uh, "Those who overcome others are great. Those who overcome themselves are greatest." So Ooh, what love you were that. Love saying. That's fantastic. That. Cool. All right. So
1: and so, um, who, how do you guys like? Uh, do you guys argue at all? Do you no. like who wins an argument? How do you win? Like Who wins.
2: Yeah,
0: there you go. That's, forty-four oh, that's, years of marriage, right? <laughs> no, but that he just gave the answer. She wins. That's how.
2: That's how. That's, that's, awesome. that's, that's she's like, prettier than me. I mean, we, we get
3: along really well. Yes. yes, we do. I mean, obviously, forty-four and you've, years.
0: You've, you've even done. but I mean, we're going to take a short break, but but I want to talk about the how you've managed to spread the fingers of uh, astrology and 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 all of your spirituality into everything from cooking to wellness <laughs> to relationships to I mean laughter to I mean gosh. I won't talk about the fortune frookies, that <laughs> you have to give me money. <laughs> but anyway, were, uh, uh, we're going to actually take a short break. This is Bridget Leroy. And Alex Ockowitz. You're listening to us on Sundays on the East End here on WPPB. We'll be right back.
3: Is there someone in your life you'd like to honor? Family member, friend, and unsung hero? nominate them for a Merci Bouquet delivered free from Sag Harbor Florist. Send name and contact information to bonnie at 883wppb.org and listen Friday mornings on the Media Mavens on WPPB. Merci Bouquet giving thanks to our community.
0: Yeah, you better watch out, you better not cry, you better Telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town.
3: Santa
0: Claus is coming today. So we're in the middle of a conversation. We are back. So we're Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy and Alex Sokolom. And you're listening to us here on 88.3 WPPB, Peconic Public Broadcasting. You can also listen to us online at 88.3 WPPB.org. And you can always make a donation and you can say, Alexa, play WPPB on TuneIn. And if you already were doing that, you just lost us for a second. But anyway, and turn off the lights. (laughs) And right, (laughs) (laughs) right. Anyway, but we're here in the studio uh, with Amy Zerner and Monty Farber, two old friends who have just made this amazing. I'm so impressed with this amazing career they've made based on, on spirituality and, and following their own stars and uh, and that you've been successful at it. And I know that, that Sock wanted to talk a little bit about the philosophy. Behind well, yeah, it. no,
1: I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm really big in, in the philosophies. I, I believe in the framework of philosophy that, that everything kind of runs through that. So can you maybe talk about, you have all these different projects. I, is there a, a um, unifying principle yeah. to the projects? Yes, it's what works for us.
3: I think uh, creativity is spirituality, and spirituality is creativity for us. At least we believe in that. So the more, when we let the creativity channel through us, it, you know, that becomes our way of life, and it's a it's a spiritual life. We get to so create how, so things we together. Did, but
1: Bridger was talking before our, our last interlude about cooking. So yeah, how, yes. do you, how do you apply that to cooking? Let's like talk like well, where uh, does the rubber hit the road? Well, <laughs> yeah. it, like Amy
4: will have some great idea, and she's really good with titles. And one day she was like, "Well, wow, how about?" we could do a cookbook and it could be called Dining Under the Stars and and 20 years later, <laughs> we sold it, and it became Signs and Seasons.
3: Sometimes we're a little ahead of the time. Yeah, uh, we're ahead of ourselves. Did say T
4: H Y M E.
0: Oh, good time. Ooh. Ooh. Good food reference. <laughs> Yay. But so, for example, like... Very um,
4: sage
3: <laughs> Oh, no, no, we're
0: not going we're there. We're going to the spices, our, our, everybody. <laughs> so our
3: cookbook ended Better our, than the mattresses. Our cookbook is called Signs and Seasons, because astrology really is a reflection of the seasons yes. and the cycles that we... W- we go through it starts with Aries which is when the young shoots come up and that's a very Aries thing everything's new it's the beginning and there's Seasonal foods that we refer to, and if you had
1: so, is your co- I have not, I have not yeah. seen your cookbook. You so will. forgive me. I know, but 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 <laughs> does it You're does gonna. it follow the seasons that way of what yes. you should be eating at yes. different times? Oh, that's well, because every serious. good chef cooks seasonally. Yeah. yeah, and
0: but does it also have to do with like I know, like I think a Libra, because I'm a Libra, it rules a the kidneys. Bit. So there are yes. things that I should eat that it are more kidney. It's not yes. a dietary thing quite
3: like that, but it. it is, I mean, Libra, the way we approach it is also the tabletop, and you love everything beautiful, and you love flowers. Right. You so, have so, b- bal- right, so
1: what's your guilty pleasure? Like, what's your, like, Dorito chip moment?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maple syrup-covered popcorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, we
0: have that, too, but it gets all over your fingers, and I won't want to eat it with a fork, because I'm rebellious, <laughs> damn it. But, yeah. Well, that's it's not pretty enough for a Libra, right? Maple syrup-covered <laughs> popcorn is still pretty healthy. Oh From the uh, milk
3: pal. Oh, the desserts yeah. we have for Libra is apple crisp because apples come out in the time of Libra time. And Aquarius that. actually you know, likes weird things, so uh, this is Monty's favorite.
4: Chocolate chestnut mousse. That sounds <gasps> really good. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that yeah. sounds it's
0: amazing. Yeah. And
4: what about for you, for Aries? Uh, with tofu, yeah.
3: What was my Aries? Oh, chocolate chip cookies. And what about gluten free you know we have yeah, cuz
2: let's be real yeah. right? and what about <laughs> I'm, I, I'm i'm OG Aries original like to gluten eat fast. free you're, orig- yeah.
0: you're OG gluten free alright well, but
1: gluten but gluten there're certain things that we've been fed no pun intended in the last 100 150 years since the industrial revolution since the explosion of population of how we're being fed literally gluten uh, all all the things that, you know sugar yeah, yeah. all yeah. this stuff it, it, you know millions of years of life did not our bodies are not supposed to be ingesting,
0: that. yeah
1: yes. we yes. not yeah. a shock that we have all these yes. problems, that's yes. true, I
3: but mean, we've been eating organically for many, many years, and we're very conscious of of what we eat um, and that brings us to
0: our new book, which is called astrology for Wellness, yeah and oh, cool. Cool. tell us about yeah, this, please and, and and we are like I said, you said you're so sweet during the break, we don't have to talk about any promo stuff, but I really want to talk about this because wellness obviously is a huge buzzword,, sure but. but it is so important just for all the reasons that Sock just gave, which yeah. is, like, right, our bodies, in the last hundred years, we have not adapted or evolutionarily but, but right, and again, a, I,
1: don't, I don't mean to pull the Ted Kaczynski card, but, you know, his <laughs> manifesto, you know, if you took away, and I'm not, you know, the again, crazy. you took away the mail bombings, you took away, like, the bad <laughs> shit he had a lot of interesting things in there really? if you actually read it, if you read his manifesto you'd be like wait a second Some he's of kind this kind of
0: making <laughs> this is scary to me he's making sense <laughs> and what was the what was the point that made the most his sense his point his point Cross was that green. no his
1: point was, was <laughs> that technology you know uh, which which he really saw as like the industrial revolution as the demarcation point was was somehow it, injuring the self it was just it was there we were all becoming puppets of something and I'm, I'm over generalizing, but like that's what he was kind of touching on. He went crazy. He was a crazy, yeah. dude. But like, sure, the miniature hurt people. Yeah, you know, but yeah, the it does go to this thing because you're talking. We're talking about food. We're talking about in, well, we're like, talking about wellness now. But yes, we're talking yeah. about like, yeah, we're talking about our beings. Yes, and. This goes almost back to what we first started chatting about. Since we come into consciousness, we're told to eat a certain way, look a certain way, talk a certain way, do all these things a certain way, and over a period of time, we actually believe that that's the right thing to do.
0: And that goes right back to what we were talking about, about these limiting beliefs that we develop between the ages of, say, 10 and 23, and then the ability for the rest of our lives to get younger and to open up that self again. And to so- know,
3: your, know yourself individually, because we're all individuals. What's right for you is not right. right for me. And so to be mindful of what is toxic for us and, and mindful of what stresses us. I mean, we live in an age of stress. We can see the technology. It's kind of overwhelmed. Everyone's burnt out. How do you come back into balance? So and, and how
1: would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's all in the book. Just, it's yeah, all in no, a, all but your books. Because no, to me, I, it's it, about staying in the moment. Yeah, and yeah. being for sure. aware
3: of, of your own tendencies and your own energy. Like Bridget, you talk about being an introvert, which I know people are surprised to hear that.
0: But how <laughs> but do you process, you know how do you process
3: a very active life and to find times to re- relax recharge. And to yeah. recharge, yeah, and renew.
4: That For all you astrologers out there, she has the Sun and Libra in the 12th house.
0: What does that you mean? Need your
4: that alone means you time. need your alone time every day. And
1: right. I think John McCain had 12 houses. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, very <All> <laughs> it's very possible. It's very possible. Now, the houses of astrology are, like I like said before, like the slices of a pizza. So there's 12 of them, and each one is a slice of life. The 12th house is the house. That if because what the horizon line is actually the horizon when you're born, and everything on the bottom of a chart is behind the earth, everything above it is the sky. Right. And the twelfth house, which is when you were born, which is early in the morning, is that alone time. You know, mm-hmm. when the birds are chirping and. You know, oh, you stayed up birds. all night, and you're saying, "I'll never do that again." Oh
0: my God, but you know that because right. <laughs> I but used but to hate <laughs> those birds because I was up all night in that first crazy Robin. Yes. <laughs> and I'd be, "Oh shit, I did it again." But now that's that, I, I think I that was Britney Spears' is original is
1: title. What? Oh, shit, see, I, I did, did it, it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Not down. But
0: seriously, but now it's so funny that that very same bird is the first thing I hear in the morning, and, and it fills it me with gratitude. It's the complete opposite. Well,
4: that is what astrology is all about. Right. It's how you operate your chart. That 12th house influence is always going to be there, and whether it's going to be because you've been a bad girl and you've been up all night or because you're an early riser and you're totally into health,
1: that influence is there. So it's the extreme. It's the bell curve. Right. Um, all right, and um, you mentioned the word horizon, and uh, in the way that we talked about fate and destiny, uh, is there? I'm, I'm putting you guys on the spot. Uh, what's the difference between a horizon and a frontier? Um,
4: I never really thought about it. The horizon, to me, is is the where the sun comes up, and the frontier is where you're going.
0: That's so a great way of and playing. And can it. get?
4: To, can you ever get to either of them?
0: Right. <laughs> No, right. you can. Well, get, well
4: y- the Libra, which is what Bridget, Bridget is. Oh, you're talking okay. about me again. Okay, yeah, all Libras Bridget pay represents attention. the point where the sine curve crosses the horizontal line, where you can never get to that point. Oh, that's my God, inf- no wonder I'm so unsatisfied. That's the infinite point, <laughs> because the minute you try and get in there, it's all you, it, you're not in there as far as you can go. Wow. So Libra abs- absolutely represents, and that's the only sign that is neither insect, fish, animal it's it's a scale it's It's
0: in an animal because it represents and the
4: scales never ever really balance you know so that's what that's all astrology is like a psychological language when you get into the real astrology not what's in the newspapers which is a nice attempt to get people into it that's what we do we we do books that even um, an expert could say well this is really good but you don't have to be an expert to read it. That's, That's so awesome, DIY. That is right. the
0: best d- description, and it is it is like a scientific way of a, a, a psychology. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you guys have read my tarot, like when you when you've done your your um, your psychic readings of me, and but I also find especially with the tarot, it's like psychology, and I can draw my own cards yes. when yes. I'm in a, when I'm in a really bad place. I go to my deck yes. and I draw my own cards, and it gives me. Because you can read it in different... Yeah, perspective.
3: It really is putting your cards on the table and looking at them (laughs) from a different perspective. And um, it helps you step outside of what you're attached to in that moment. It's very therapeutic.
4: It is. It really has helped Amy and I tremendously. So we try and... When we're doing something, we realize we can make a book out of it and, and help other people. It's a great way to do it, and then we don't have to feel so guilty for being so lucky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you are know? really lucky. We <laughs> are
4: really lucky. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we know that it can change in a second.
0: Well, we, I,
1: I, I, I would say grateful might be the right we're word. We're totally That's grateful. Every yes. morning I wake up totally grateful. Yeah, which is also another key for me. Yes, a uh, healing key. Yeah, just to be grateful and to accept what you have and not what you don't or what you think you yes, want. it
3: takes a lot of vigilance to be that to examine your thoughts and how they're connected to your body. And I mean, take the experience from getting sick, right? We all learn no. f- learn from that. It's not like we can ever escape. Yeah, that. no,
1: and, and I heard recently uh, that. Uh, People are drawn to religion because they're afraid of going to hell, and people <laughs> become spiritual because they've been in hell. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's, I, I, s- I said that right. a couple weeks ago on the show. That's where I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> religion is for people who are scared of going to hell. Spirituality is for people who've already been there.
3: Yeah. Wow. And we know people are finding their yeah. own spirituality now. I mean, when we were young and in college, I mean, to think everyone there was going to be a yoga studio on every block and, and organic. Food in uh, the stores, uh, right? Yeah, right. right. We but right, dream right,
1: but let's, th- let's talk about this then, maybe, for. little bit uh because the the monetization of of uh wellness wellness or or spirituality that's us well it is but but there i i always think there's like a line that that you have to walk right because you want to stay true you want to stay authentic definitely and at the same time uh as to kind of paraphrase Truman Capote a boy has to sell his book like you have to get out and hustle a little bit you know i
3: think if you're doing what you love and it is authentic to you that's going to come across i mean I think we're like the normal paranormal people. You know, it's a way of life. We don't think it's weird, and people get that from us,
1: you know? So yeah. well, it's
4: like you're, you're an Aquarius. So we like to be different. So the way we've been different is to be normal. Because in this society. I've, you know, I've
1: always thought that about me. It's like yeah. I've, uh, people, people that get to know me are always, the, the comment I always get is like, you don't, you're a little different than I thought you were going to be. Exactly. Mean, more
0: normal. No, in well, no, no <laughs> I'm just, I'm <laughs> just, I'm hiding in plain
3: sight. Well, yeah. different
1: has a bell curve
4: too. Yeah. And 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 you know, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. You know that expression. Yeah. So in a, in a world where people don't stay married, Amy and I've been married for forty years. So that's and and it's not like it's hard. It's not like it's work.
3: But back to what you said, I think discernment is so key now, where you really use your intuition, and we have tools like the tarot to help us tune into you know what our real and the have you have you ever
1: saying, like not gone forward on something because it was askew in that way?
3: Yes, yes, of course. Or like yeah. uh, like a, a, big I a project, no or a big
0: yes. I mean that's. Is there a project the, where you've gone? Mm, no, that just doesn't feel right.
3: Yeah, or a person, or yeah. We I mean, luckily, we have each other to bounce off of, and but the,
0: all of our tools help you to do that.
4: We were once buying a car, and, and the car <laughs> said, "Don't buy this car." And the guy well, looked did at it us like a car In front of the car salesman. It. it was, like Excuse it was me, a kid from it? Knight Rider. It was his first day. <laughs>
0: Wait, you know what? The car said to you, don't buy me? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the, no the, car, cards. the cards. Sorry. The cards. I should dentalize. No, we no, weren't buying, totally buying that I was like, don't buy me. It's, it's that a neurotic
1: car. No, really. was like, no, really, if I have a moment of your time. It was the Volkswagen from. No, so we did What it meant was, don't buy the
4: Volkswagen Golf because it doesn't have a trunk. Buy the Jetta. It was the guy's first
3: day on the job when we did the cards, right? front of him I'm like can we just check oh wow you must have blown his mind white. he turned white he, turned white. he couldn't he? believe it it like wasn't that
1: wasn't in the, like the playbook right <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that was, <laughs> it wasn't like I
1: gotta, I gotta talk to the boss uh, <laughs> <laughs> see if i can get you like a better interest rate
0: <laughs> oh god well you know what that sounds like a really good place for a break uh, this is bridget Leroy <laughs> and alex we're here on sundays on the east end with uh, amy Zerner and monty farber we're talking about all kinds of stuff and we're going to be back after this
2: message The following is a public service announcement from 88.3 WPPB. Founded in 2002, Fighting Chance is a free-of-charge cancer counseling and resource center independent from any hospital and funded solely by Charitable Contributions located in Sag Harbor on Long Island's East End providing patients and their caregivers free access to a variety of resources and professional counseling. More information at fightingchance.org or 631-725-4646.
0: We're back Sundays on the East End with
1: with (laughs) Bridget Leroy (laughs)
0: and Alex (laughs) Zoglo here on Long Island's only NPR station. And we really are Long Island's only NPR station here at 88.3 right here in Southampton. And uh, it's a great station and it's always could use a little leg up so if you feel like donating you can go online at 883 wppborg
1: While we're doing that Chief Skrnecki oh, yeah. of the Town of Southampton has asked that we just remind everybody to take their packages off the porch as soon as possible and uh, this this Christmas season yeah as well as to uh, you know drive uh, responsibly drink responsibly if you're going to be out drinking have a designated driver really uh, help everybody Uh, you know, help yourself to have a safe and happy holiday.
0: Or you can put your trash in boxes <laughs> on the porch and let people take them. It's a good way to dispose One of trash. person's trash
1: is another person's art.
0: Oh, there you go. And speaking of art, <laughs> we're here in the studio with Monty Farber and Amy Zerner. <laughs> right, we need right. the rim shot. Um, and you know, we we're talking about uh, you guys have had this incredible career of, of your, your books, so most you know, based on everything from karma cards, Buddha beads, uh, relationships, astrology, psychic, quantum. Everything, but you also, Amy, have had, uh, in particular, this amazing career as this tapestry artist um, and a jewelry designer.
3: Very influenced by your stepfather Tony Walton. (laughs) Thank you. Who hired (laughs) me when I I was just out of college? I did um, not know that. To design, to design some props for Uncle Vanya. Oh, Uncle Vanya! His set was Julie Christie and George C. Scott, Nicole uh, Williams, and also the play Chicago. I designed some things. So anyhow, it got, uh, what he had me do set me forth on um, working with fabric and all the layers of fabric that I collage together. And um, our books, Monty and I, that we do together involves my art and his words. And I show out here locally. I've shown for many years. The East End is a wonderful place, like you were saying. And Alec. you're from here. Yes, I moved here when I was 16. Oh, you did. In kind of a magical way, I picked, picked it on a map. Uh, I'd never been here. My parents had never been here, and they drove out and bought our house in the, the spring. House.
1: So wait, you had that kind Are of influence kid, on your parents? Y- where well y- you picked ex- it and they bought it? Yep, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, uh, kids, if you're listening, they took any ideas. Like to <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and she <laughs> graduated East I Hampton used to do High do ESP, uh, School. Oh, uh, you're uh, Boniker? Well, no, she no, moved out here with You know, well, never, but the,
1: the, the East Hampton High School Bonikers. She graduated East Hampton High School. That's cool.
0: And Monty, you had that. I I went to tracks. I know I went to tracks oh and God. I saw you. Oh yeah, I did, and oh I went my and with saw my you. band. No, I think it wasn't. It wasn't you and the robot. Well, I had the
4: robot would be J.P.'s, actually. They
0: oh, maybe it was J.P.'s. Yeah. Okay, that's so funny. So <laughs> tell me, tell me a little bit about that part of your life. Well,
4: when I first moved out here, I had to make a living, and I didn't want to be with a band because bands are problematic because musicians are insane, including myself. And so I built a robot, and I had a multi-track recorder, a t- old TAC. Uh, four-track, and I recorded what sounded like a whole band, and I did the Me, Myself, and I band,
1: which was a robot. I hope you, like, sang, like, Just the Two of Us. <laughs> I, should, I, I think this was, this. we're talking 1970s. Yeah, 1970s. He was way yeah, ahead of that curve. I,
0: yeah. Before Star Wars. And, and did your Before robot,
1: like, like, would your robot write really bad songs to say, <laughs> why are we playing this? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs>
0: inside joke. He, he was
4: the best man at our wedding.
0: Oh God. Was he really? He yeah. was. We have pictures. That's so yeah,
4: funny. Yeah, so we. So I used to play at, at J.P.'s, but then I had a band at, that played at tracks.
0: Yeah, that maybe I saw that. I don't so know. So Bridget, I you ha- you're such a part of our journey. Yeah. have been. You and have and a better
3: memory than we have.
0: And you're a huge part of my journey. <laughs>
4: yeah, I really was a musician in that time because I don't remember much from that. that and, then, and that's but authentic. Then, right? you know, but
0: also yeah. from the art and the tapestry to then go into a clothing to line fashion, and jewelry. Yes. I mean to make your art something that people can so my art, actual artwork,
3: them. they're mixed media, fabric collage tapestries, and they they're very mythical and um, magical and in fantasy. Ni- in 1985,
4: Amy won a national uh, national Endowment for the Arts grant as an individual artist for work that was all fabric, but she won it in the category of painting. And so she would go to places and, and they would ask her what her style was. And, and finally, she would put on a jacket and said, I make this, and pointed it to her <laughs> it's back. Hard to
3: de- it was easier. <laughs> yeah,
4: because it's hard to describe, even when she said it just before. Then so I ran
3: into an old friend who uh, I hadn't seen in 20 years, and I, I was wearing one, and she said, I could sell these. It turns out she was a personal shopper at Bergdorf's, Liz Miller. Mm hmm. And um, took me to the buyer, and they took them immediately. Yeah, I just had Amy's a handful. First, of wow. them. first and only store. Was I wasn't North trained York. in fashion, but, right. um, but you what's know, I learned quickly. what's beautiful about that
1: is that there's there's no cynicism in that yes, journey. Yes. None at all. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I think there I the door's was open. no journey. She fell into it. Yeah, no, exactly. You
3: kind of have to be open. You know, sometimes you think it's supposed to happen this way or that way, but then a- and tapestry.
1: It, um, you, do you do it by hand?
3: It's not it? woven, it's a collage and all oh, okay. sewn together. Okay. It's vintage fabrics and beads cool. and all but kinds of... But she doesn't
4: sketch, she just lays the stuff out and then... yeah.
3: So I work very intuitively, and that's what all our work is about, is to kind of let that stuff come through you that's supposed to come through you. Yeah, so you channel it. Yeah.
4: So my first book was because we would go to parties out here and i talk about astrology, and people love it. I recommend it highly for everybody to learn astrology or tarot cards because
0: life of the party. you're the life of the party <laughs> and you're
4: talking about the person you're talking to, so of course they're going to be yeah, very I'm interested in you. Yeah, Talk more
0: about me. Right. Forget <laughs> about playing the guitar. <laughs> didn't. Right.
1: So What's this <laughs> death card? What is this oh,
0: death yes. card? <laughs> exactly. We've oh, we it many one. times, <laughs> and we're
3: still here. Yeah. It's a metaphorical death. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: it is. So is. You'd be like,
4: good at that. I'll give you some cards. Everyone's like, I wish there was some way you can make it so that we can talk about astrology when you're not here. So I I thought, okay, great. No, they
3: basically wanted to take Marty home. I was going to say, they just
4: didn't want you there. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I I heard. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted my essence. Give me your essence. Deny them. (laughs) So I invented karma cards, and then I was working in the film business at the time, and I worked on a Chorus Line. I remember uh, working with all the different dancers, perfecting it, and we went to New Orleans to the book fair, and we sold it, and then Amy sold the tarot the, the same minute. Wow. So you it was, you, been very you sold towards. to publishers. We yes. sold it to publishers. That's why the uh, the, the, the Tarot was first published by St. Martin's Press. And, and like I said before, my first thing was with Penguin Books. Right,
1: and by the way, like we're living in an age of self-publishing, and you guys have always had these or relationship with uh, actual yes. publishers. third parties yes. who are incentivized to find the best ideas and yes, market them.
3: Yes, What and a nice thing to say. And thank they're you. very, um, you know, we love who we work with. They're generally intelligent people in publishing. They don't do it for the money. No. <laughs> what, what have
0: been your most successful forays into publishing? I mean, obviously, the Enchanted Tarot is still, had just had its 25th we anniversary. We have something called
3: the uh, Chakra Meditation Kit that came out a long time ago. And it, uh, uh, a lot of our we things are combinations of, of music, like Matthias guided meditations with that, and my cards, and you can set up an altar we like it to be kind of multitasking spirituality there's not really
4: one that's done better than the others but we have about 12 that are what they call evergreens which they reprint every year
3: some i mean a lot of them are bringing ancient wisdom and making it modern and accessible we have a pendulum kit called the truth fairy the that, truth um, fairy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it teaches you how to do the pendulum.
4: And I guess actually, well, karma cards might be the most successful because it's been out the. Well, longest. explain
0: what you, what karma cards is. Like, uh, I get karma cards. What do I do?
4: Uh, karma cards comes with three 12 card decks, and you put them uh, one left to right, and you have a planet deck, a sign deck, and a house deck. Your and answers
0: and it,
3: written right on it.
4: It's sort of like the slot machine of the f- of fate because <laughs> you <laughs> shuffle each it. deck and you turn it over and then and then it makes sentences that explain what what so the first It's and, and and and, and, an Oracle. It, and if, an if an the Oracle. casino's
1: had it then they would also be clocking how much time you're doing this that <laughs> you would get like fake dollar casino dollars right <laughs> was, i should do that <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> but speaking of that i mean not speaking of casinos but that brings me i mean you guys have done cruises as well where oh you've my had, God, had yeah. not yeah. for a long time but they were so much fun they it really would be were. like
3: 700 spiritual seekers and it we would laugh so much
1: and what would be in the buffet <laughs> it never ended did it? <laughs> we, we did it seven no times No horizon,
0: no, no frontier no, 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 right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the shuffleboard was really just shuffling the tarot cards, Well, right? we,
4: we were half of a ship once for New... Uh, it was called the Inner Voyage for New Age magazine, when there was a New Age magazine. Wow. That's It so was amazing. a lot of fun. But you yeah, had people would say, yeah, well, I'm a psychic, but I only read you for what happened 5,000 years ago and 5,000 years in the future. I mean, you laugh all the time. Yeah, yeah," go ahead. Sorry. Oh,
0: I'm you. sorry. No, I was going to say, but using the word future, I mean, now let's talk a little bit about, like, your social media presence because you guys yeah. have managed to oh, just reinvent yourselves and keep say um t- trend setting in the words of a Libra, who is a trendsetter, <laughs> of course. Uh, no, Libras are trendsetters, right? Aren't they, sure. they supposed to be? Yes. I, I'm so not a trendsetter. But anyway, you have managed to kind of stay ahead of the curve always. And you have an incredibly successful Facebook following. Yes. Monty, you post every day about uh, I do. I what's I going I on. And you're very down to earth about it. And
4: well, I try and stay, r- try and keep it real, right? I'll yeah, well, you cuss it. and <laughs> gotta whatnot. Gotta keep it real. <laughs> gotta keep so it real. So yeah,
3: Monty makes predictions. And he also does readings. All of a sudden, he'll come on and say, who has a question? And there'll be people from all over oh the world my God. that...
4: Yeah, and I and I, I psychically read people. I say be be specific because they'll come on and say read me, and I say no, I don't work like that, especially on Facebook. Um, and and I walked into a Home Depot, and and someone said, I want to sell you uh, solar panels. And wait, are you Monty Farber? I read your thing every day. That's when I knew it was taking off. And by <laughs> and by thing he means
1: your website, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not my <by> Bruce
2: Springsteen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and your and your website is the net, correct? Yes, That's, or, com. or, d- or dot com. Okay, the enchanted it has world has everything we do, net.
3: believe it or not. The well, fashion, the jewelry, the books. Or else we have <laughs>
1: montyfarber.com or amyzerner.com. com. Uh, very cool. And and let's let's try and bring it back to the East End a little bit. So you you're you're able to run all of these different endeavors yes. but stay very local.
3: Yeah, we just do it all out of our house. We we yeah. love our work.
1: We, yeah, and, and that's why
4: we we really have perfected working at home. That's right. Because we never what, leave. What, so, all right, <laughs> and again,
1: this is just maybe putting you on the spot, but, like, what's your most spiritual or or, or like, the portals out here? Where do you go sometimes just to be? To Amy's studio.
0: It's pretty spectacular it's, kind of it's an an like ashram. a it's, like it's a, a destination temple. you must yeah. come visit
2: oh, definitely it, yeah. you
4: should it's it's huge first of all it's the size like of like the memorial house, day no weekend wolf. through labor day
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes you can, ca- you can park, park a tent somewhere we wouldn't even notice it's that
4: big it's like a
0: football field you know, but uh, while well, this is uh, the last show of 2018, and uh, oh again, not God, to put you on it? on the spot, but do you have any ideas or predictions, or of, uh, you know, a- a astrological a or psychic of what's going to be coming up in the, well, this year?
4: Well, in the sky, the planets Saturn and Pluto are getting very close to each other.
0: They're starting to like each other. They're going to go kissing. Well, <laughs> Saturn is the
4: planet of li- limits, the restrictions, discipline. It rules bones, structure. And Pluto is transformation. So you have structured transformation or disciplined transformation. Or there are a lot of financial astrologers who are not always right, but a lot of them are thinking that there's going to be tremend- tremendous changes that things like Bitcoin are going to. I'm not a big fan of that. I, 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 yeah. I, f- I forget, I think it was Michael Luton who said the future is going to be just like now, except worse. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't agree with the worst <laughs> part, but I, I yeah. think things don't
3: really change that much internally for each individual. But y- yeah, I, I think mean uh, there are amazing things now. I mean, like I was saying, if we had dreamed that you could take photographs with your phone and that you could talk to anyone in the world any second. Yeah, and,
1: and when and when uh, Kubrick was making Two Thousand and One, and they were kind of having that in the movie. It was like, oh, that's science fiction <laughs> stuff. Yes, and, exactly.
3: so It's hard to even keep up with all, yeah. the, all the changes. Well, when
4: Hurricane Sandy happened out here and we had nothing, no cell phones, no
1: computers, I was like, this is like the way I grew up. I hate this. <laughs> right. so, wait, so, if you we came in 69, if you remember the, the yeah. hurricane, and was it 70 or 71? There was a huge hurricane out here. Was it Bob? I don't remember what it was called, no. but I remember oh, I was a kid, my folks were out here. Hurricane we and, and we had to go with buckets to, to yes. the pond yes. to fill up the backs wow. of the toilets yes, and stuff.
0: Yes, it was exciting.
1: It was. It actually was very cool. No, like, I'm
0: with. I'm totally Monty and yeah. I are over here going. No, we don't. We don't yeah. want to. Fuck so, it so no, no
1: predictions for the future, other than there, there will be a future. No, yes, exactly. For the lucky few. But I mean, no, for the lucky people. Yeah, I'm very
4: realistic, even though I'm an astrologer.
0: But you're also an Aquarian. Yeah, yeah, and, I, yeah, <laughs> and
1: the future is going to be great. For the people that transform in a disciplined fashion. Yeah, one of the funniest things about like sci-fi movies and stories is they never show all the repair crews of how everything has to get fixed yes. constantly, and they never show that.
0: Yes. Right? <laughs> then, oh my God, that's your next screenplay: is the people who fixed the robot, I like R two D two and C three
1: that they have a place in the future also. Al Space Garage.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is your latest book, though, the uh, astrology, astrology for, for wellness. wellness. And Monty's
3: actually doing a workshop locally on December 29th at Mandala Yoga in Amagansett and and booking private readings there. It's a wonderful place. They sell all of of our books.
4: I mean, we're very positive about the future. I mean, I I don't think that we've been brought this far for things to get. I've been hearing things about
1: things are going to get bad, things are going to get bad since the 60s. Yeah, and well, they've gotten. I again, Chaucer had that whole like cycle of fate, right? The twelve, like the mm-hmm. when things are great, expect the worst, and when things are horrible, expect the best, and so. Also,
3: oh. if you're making dire predictions like the end of the world, it probably means the end of your world. Yeah,
0: right. right but that's also but even like the worst cards in the deck what is it the 10 of swords or whatever yeah. i mean yes, you, you still see the yes. lo- you still see the sun coming
3: up in the yes, background yes yes and well. you learn to learn from it right but,
1: and we were talking quantum before and there is no future it's it, i mean literally it's just we're all it's all the same right everything's yeah. happening at the same time so. it's
3: how to
4: get to the one that you want to get to and right you
3: want to stay well
4: yeah that's what the wellness is. What you asked before was such a great question. Everything that we do is what has worked for us. Like we did a book about our relationship to try and help people have better relationships, and we found out that one of the things that was the most important was you got to be happy being alone. So yeah,
0: yeah it's yeah. really
3: right, true. Right.
4: So yeah, if you if you can love yourself, then you can love somebody right. else. Right. Yes. And if it you're looking for It seems to
3: so- be very hard
0: for most humans. No, I
4: know. It's if you're looking for someone to complete you, it's not doesn't work that
0: way. But then, but then astrologically, there are certain yes. duos that get along possibly better yes. or not.
4: Yeah, but it's sort of like it's a challenge. I, I mean, for some strange reason, Leos, you can have two Leos for a,
1: a lot statistically.
0: Well, they're very affectionate.
1: I guess so they're very affectionate.
3: They're, they're
0: lions. They're so <laughs> sweet and furry. <laughs> I just want to kiss their <laughs> nose. And, and, and
1: more than likely, it's because they had great birthday parties in the summer. You yeah. know. <laughs> and they coast the rest of the year right? on birthday <laughs> for They, grill, good, they right? like grilled food. That's and I'm
0: the opposite. I would have hated to have a birthday in the summer when, when oh, everybody I'm was I'm out February of school. February 1st, I would have
1: so loved to have, like, no snow and no exams and no whatever <laughs> and just enjoy a birthday when I was growing up.
0: Do you remember when I made you a cake?
1: Uh, Is that in air quotes or is that? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when I actually made you a birthday cake in high school? uh,
1: Yes, Bridget. I remember. (laughs) And what
0: shape was it in? Uh,
1: uh, A cake shape.
0: She remembers. the Judy Chicago cake? No, it was a cowboy hat because you always wore a cowboy hat. And I put on it, happy birthday to the lone pip.
1: Oh, that's Cause right. Because I wanted to be a Pip, like Gladys Knight, the pips then. Yes, absolutely.
0: You did. Yeah. Woo woo. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember what you? I, this is so funny because we were talking. I was listening to you on Ann Liguori's show, talking about sports, t- just to totally go somewhere else. But in the high school yearbook, you won most likely to go to the videotape.
1: Oh, because of Warner uh, Warner Wolf. Warner Wolf. Yeah, right, exactly. Because you were uh, a big sportscaster.
0: Sport Anyway, oh, wow. uh, that totally was going off topic. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, we well, only I, have like I
1: You have more memories of my high school than I do. I know.
0: Like, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what, what I did at all. Ask me a question about high school. All I remember is smoking Marlboro Lights outside My, my big, caught. My
1: big line about Trinity was that I was, I was there for seven years, and, and nobody ever touched me, not even myself. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, anyway, but back to our, our guests, Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. Uh, what, what are you guys looking forward to in 2019?
4: just more of the same.
0: I, we we got a deal to do a book of my art and fashion.
3: That's also going to be a mind body spirit book. So that'll be our winter spring project. So we look forward to burrowing in and
4: And Amy has a second tarot deck coming out in the spring.
3: You're about kidding, love, what's what's different about it? Enchanted it's completely love. different. Art. It's all about relationships.
0: So it's kind of focused. Oh, that's really cool. And yeah. it's coming Wh- out when, in when, when will that
3: out in be in available spring. to the public? In April.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow, that's so exciting. Yeah. And I, I've always just loved your, your art, and uh, and just having you guys in my life has been uh, really a blessing. Oh, blessing. Oh, Bridget, we it oh, It's love like that. the last
1: day of camp. all love, though. any last <laughs> <same> any touch
0: <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I don't know anything Show coming good. to you. any <laughs> yeah, are right? But any last words of advice for people who, you know, especially at this time of year, might be kind of suffering or depressed or. Anything? I think it's
4: important to be grateful for if you, if you you know, as George Burns said, any day above ground is a good day.
0: Yeah, I That's know. It's a
3: hard time of year and we get through it and it's almost the new year and there's a new feeling and we can do some
0: some positive things. What and about creating an altar? Because I know that you also have yes. a book of, of the altars. I mean, is that a yeah. way of... Uh, well,
4: remembering the people that have gone before. A lot of times people get sad about this time of year, but there's actually... That those same memories can make you happy if you really want to flip the switch. It's a
1: little perspective. Exactly. Yes. Exactly.
4: I mean, I don't want to sound like a Pollyanna person, but you every day you have the choice of, of either wanting to go forward or just wanting to let life roll well, over. Well, again, it's that
1: Einstein quote, which I'll hack up, is it either was, nothing's a miracle or everything's a miracle. Yeah, I mean, yes. exactly. I live that way. And to yeah.
3: contemplate your feelings and, and let them arise and examine. I mean, the more we understand ourselves, the more we can understand other people.
4: And, and, and we're every,
3: all connected.
1: We're all con- well, once again, Einstein sort of proved God with the e equals MC squared. right. He also said that marriage was a lifetime trying to um, reaffirm an encounter. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he wasn't a romantic
0: <laughs> Clearly <laughs> so
1: <I'm
0: saying>. not <laughs> Well, anyway, that's just about everything. All, Just about all the time that we have uh, We've had a wonderful time With uh, Amy Zerner and Monty Farber Two old friends who are incredibly talented Astrologers, authors, and artists And humans And humans <laughs> And uh, Alec, I've had a great time We started this show together this year With our incredible producer, Kyle Lynch And it's been quite a wonderful experience
1: Yeah, hopefully uh, it continues
0: I hope so. So, this is Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy.
1: And Alex Aqua.
0: And we're wishing you all a very happy holiday and a prosperous and happy new year. And
1: be well and stay well.
0: What's just so? Chinatown we ain't compatible.
4: She say, see, look right here on the
1: paper. You should be loving your neighbor. But I'm
4: your man, and I'm just trying to do right. Ah!